Hello and welcome to VoIP for Independent Telecoms, the podcast for local service providers who want to offer great voice services on a resilient network. I'm your host, Andrew Ward, and today I'm joined by my friend and former co-worker Dave Capice for a wide-ranging interview. Enjoy. Welcome, Dave Capice. Um, this is the I don't know, pre-launch version of a podcast that I haven't even got a name for yet. And uh, you are currently sitting in a van in the middle of the desert, maybe. And seeing as you uh, don't have anything better to do with your time, I figured this would be a great opportunity for us to, to jump on a call and uh, do a podcast episode. Uh, absolutely. Welcome to my van, Andrew. And it's great to see you. Thank you. So um, maybe we should, as a way of introduction, we should kind of explain how we know each other a little bit. I first met you in Reston, Virginia. Um, you were, you know, a bright young thing, just uh, joined Metaswitch. Um, how did how did you end up? How, how did you end up there? You're actually from Reston, is that right? Well, that yeah, area. I mean, I, I I am. I grew up in, in Northern Virginia, and and I hadn't been there in a long time. Um, I was uh, lucky enough when when I was uh, moving across the country to take a temporary job with Bell South. I started the interview process with Metaswitch, and um, yeah, um, I think it was about a two or three month long interview process, and it was perfect because <laughs> by the time my contract ran up, um, Metaswitch had made me an offer contingent upon moving uh, to Reston, which was great to be back in and Reston, and, and in fact, um, that's the best way to start because you get exposed to some of the legends of Metaswitch uh, out of that office, like like Steve O'Sullivan and and Stuart Flower and those guys. And um, so, yeah, that that was great. Um, long time ago, though. It was. It was a long time ago, and we worked together for I don't know quite a few years. Uh, then I guess probably about eight years, maybe eight years at Metaswitch together. Something yeah, like that. almost nine. Yep, almost nine years. Um, so I left in, in the summer of 2015. Cool. Yeah, and uh, during that period, there was a, a, a time when you had the displeasure of having to work for me, which uh, for which I apologize. Um, and then the things kind of then came for full circle because after you left, you started doing some consulting, if I remember right. I well, left you know, a few I minutes. Actually like to touch on, I was sorry to interrupt, Andrew. I like to touch on what we did together because I actually bring it up quite a bit um, since I've left. So um, several different companies I've worked for, I've redone the, the commissioning process, if that makes sense, that we really took on when we were at Metaswitch. And I've used that same formula um, with a couple of different companies. And that's just you know where we work together to figure out what is the best way to deploy a Metaswitch um, and, and you know, what is the right order and how long does it take? And I felt like that team with under your leadership with people like Pam and Rita, we were able to put our heads together and come up with, well, actually this is a really great way. I mean, all of the accounts start with the same baseline and then how do we build from there? And, and that, that was a great, I think it was a great um, thing we did for Metaswitch. And, and um, I definitely have fond memories of the commissioning team. Yeah, no, me too. I think that was probably my happiest kind of period of time um, working um, there. Just the, for me personally, I got obviously the team, as you say, it was a great team of people, but um, also I got a lot of joy out of taking a process that was ill-defined, shall we say, um, and very much each individual person did it their own way and taking that kind of, you know, that melange of ideas and turning it into something concrete and saying, we believe this is the best way to do it. And then creating that concrete edifice and then improving it as we learn more. And that was a lot of fun for me. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think uh, we just got a lot better at serving our customers. I mean, it's a very uh, 
stressful thing for the average telco to forklift an existing circuit switch and replace it. And um, having our act together, I think went a long way to, um, to getting those accounts started off correctly. So I'm really proud of my time at MetaSwitch and made a lot of lifelong friends and learned a tremendous amount. Cool. And then uh, 2015, actually 2015 was the year we both left. You left in the summer, I left in uh, October 2015. Um, and I think I took a, a little diversion where I played around with 3D printing and did some random other stuff that was nothing to do with telecoms. Um, but you, you jumped into some consulting work, is that right? I did, I mean, a lot of the salesmen at, at, at Metaswitch um, were very gracious uh, when their accounts needed some support, needed the special kind of love that perhaps I can bring. Um, they were able to supply me with uh, a lot of great accounts. Um, and honestly, uh, it was, I think, it was an incredible experience to get to come in and, and help out those accounts. I did it for about a year. Um, and uh, then eventually uh, one of the clients uh, made me an offer and eventually I ended up at Amazon and, and haven't been working on a meta switch for, for a pretty long time now, probably four years at least. So it was a really good experience. And, um, you know, when I uh, decided to, to take on a, a challenge and go work full time again for another company, I needed someone to, to take care of, uh, of my accounts. And, and um, I've, uh, without hesitation, been very happy to refer them your way, Andrew, over the years. And I think you and, and the, the team you've put together have, uh, are really doing a great job and, and can give them the, the attention that they really need. Yeah, and that's very much kind of how award consulting was born, because at the time I wasn't really keen on doing consulting for you know, walking in telecoms at all. I was trying to figure out something totally different. But then uh, you showed me that actually, yeah, consulting was a lot of fun and a great way to you know spend time helping people. And the... The thing I loved about consulting compared to support, because we've both spent many years you know, doing customer support for a vendor, was that when you're a consultant, nothing's your fault. Like It's not like you sold them this product and now it doesn't work and now you've got to help them fix it. Instead, True. someone's got a problem, they ask you for help, hopefully you help them, and then they are happy. And you, you just get gratitude. So from a um, kind of quality of life point of view, that's one of the things I've loved about consulting is just that you know, the, yeah, the appreciation you get from the clients. Absolutely. I think it's really important uh, when you're doing consulting, um, and it's it's easier to do um, when you're not uh, still tied or employed by that vendor, you, you can shoot very straight as a consultant. And it is your obligation. It is your duty to, you know, say, hey, this is this is the way it works. Um, this edge is pretty sharp. I wouldn't touch it. And, and this, this is the best practice for utilizing it. I think the other thing is that, you know, a lot of what I did when I was doing the consulting was a lot of training. Um, and handing over the skill. So, so what I really, uh, you know, informed everybody I work with is I don't want to work with you for very long. Um, my objective is to to get you equipped so that you can manage your equipment. Now, sometimes there there are environments where they may not be able to have a switch engineer full time, and it, it makes sense, and you can do that kind of consulting for them. But my aim was always to bring them up um, up to my level. Um, so that they can go independently make those decisions and definitely a great experience. Yeah, that is an interesting conflict that you potentially do have, um, you know, killing the golden goose by helping the client to become too good at their own job. But sure. yeah, it's what we found is it actually varies a lot by client as to what they want. You know, there are some people where the structure of their team is they have people who can do the day-to-day -day stuff 
and that's fine. But stuff that comes up once every six months or just anything that's out of the ordinary, it's not worth them developing that set of skills because it's not coming up very often. And so for those, we are a continuous part of their team and you know, we just fulfill a expertise level within, within their structure. Um, but you're right, other times, absolutely, you go in for a project and you want to set up a lab or something and then teach people how to use it so that they can then go off and, and be empowered. Um, and it's different, uh, different horses of different courses. You know, there is a school, uh, we were trained how to provide support it was a no-nonsense um, way of providing support. I remember at Metaswitch, Al Mitchell saying to me, um, hey, Dave, you know, wh what have you done? Um, you know, how are things going with your customers? And I said, oh, they're, they're, it's going great. There, there's no bugs. There's no, there's no tickets that I can't fix. And he goes, no, that's not what I'm, I'm after. What have you done to make them successful with this platform? That, that's the bar. That's the measure. And, and I kind of said, well, wait, you know, I'm used to, if I don't have a lot of tickets, that's enough. Well, that's not enough. You know, you, you need to really empower the client uh, with the tools that they need so that they understand and they, they know the best practices to utilizing that technology. And that has absolutely, I mean, I'm stamped with that and I can't get that, that out of me. Um, and, you know, I, I think if, you know, I know things are a little different. They do a, a more of a pool type of support these days, but um, I think it's important for uh, clients who need that dedicated touch. Um, they may need to reach out to a consultant like your team. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the beauty of consulting is, you know, where yeah, we're foc our focus is entirely on the clients, right? They are, they are the people who hired us. You know, they will only continue to hire us if they're happy with the work that we do. Um, and yeah, you know, so that's entirely our focus is a more holistic thing about their success. Yeah, I, you know, a lot of the shops that I've been working at since I left Metaswitch, uh, they have, you know, I've had to work very closely with customer success managers. Um, you know, I've been a, a technical account manager um, with a customer success manager on my team with sales engineers on my team. When you get into supporting some of the largest enterprises in the world, um, I learned a lot, uh, for example, at BlueJeans on, on how they achieve uh, satisfaction for large accounts like the Expedias and Nikes of the world. And that is day by day by day, they are analyzing everything they possibly can uh, from the end user experience uh, all the way up through how does the IT manager and how does the IT director consume the product and are they happy with the product and, and can they go further with it? So I, I think in some ways that the, the MetaSwitch model um, many years ago and the way that we, we achieved support was was a little bit ahead of it, ahead of its time because it really was a customer success manager slash technical account manager function. Yep, yep, all all built into one, and ideally that one person was you know genius technically and great with customer relationships and good with project management, all in one person if if at all possible. So one thing I want to bring up here, Andrew, really quickly is I'm on six percent battery. I'm also <laughs> sweating in here. Sorry. Um, I'm on 6% battery because um, I don't have AC in the van yet. Like um, I only have DC power. We could talk about power. I've learned so much about power from this van. We've talked about telecoms, which is fine. And we, you know, but I want to, I want to talk about the van. Explain to me why it is that you are sitting in the van in the middle of, in a van in the middle of November. What, what have you done? Have you become a nomad? No, um, I have a condo back in, Denver um, that I live in full time. I don't live in this van down by the river. If anybody was wondering, hey, you know, I work from home. Um, I don't need a, a, a car. Um, I had a, a nice forerunner, great car, highly recommend it. 
Um, but I had been dreaming of something like this for a very long time. And I was either going to build it myself or if I could find this specific thing, I would buy it. And uh, I bought it. So the idea with the van is that I will um, spend some weekends up in um, Wyoming and Montana and, and um, in the mountains in Colorado and down here in New Mexico um, snowboarding. Yep. Um, and, you know, this has heat. Um, it will have AC. It will have solar eventually. Cool. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of working on those. And those will be some projects that I can do with my own hands um, a little bit. We'll see. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's, it's really just an adventure. It's also, you, you, you need a four by four out in, in, in Colorado and this is a four by four. And, um, so it, it, it kind of checks a lot of boxes. If I ever had to commute again, I'm going to need to get something practical, <laughs> but yeah, this does the trick. It's pretty amazing. And you'll have to come check it out someday, Andrew. Absolutely. No, it's very cool. All right. Well, um, we took a little bit of a left turn there with the conversation, but hopefully that's okay for anyone listening. If anyone ever listens to this, Dave, before your battery runs out, I want to say thank you. This has been kind of fun. Um, I'll go through and edit out all the parts where I sounded stupid. And um, hey, one day this might, uh, might get published somewhere. And today is that day. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this interview, then please join me again next time for VoIP for Independent Telecoms.